You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you see? It's so simple. Step one we Google the biggest flops on Broadway. Step two, we find the crazy stories behind them. Step three, we see how they lose millions of dollars. Millions? Broadway isn't cheap. A lot of fancy people want to be producers. Step four, find out why the show won't go on. Step five, end this episode and head to Times Square. Times Square? That'll never work. Only Broadway's successes are in Times Square. (laughs) Oh, ye of little faith. Oh my. <laughs> What's up, theater geeks? What is up? Maybe I should just stop singing all together. I don't know what that was. I feel we I feel like we should share our struggles <laughs> <laughs> so that people you're not alone. Uh we this is our second attempt at this episode. Oh, here's please say a prayer for us. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you're hearing it, it worked. But yes, that's the way uh, God works. Yeah, in timey wimey wibbly wobbly timey wimey bits. Uh, so here's the deal: we tried to do this on Sunday night. It is now Tuesday night. <laughs> Sunday night, I have a dog border. She's still with me right now, but uh, that night I had her as well. And she decided that she was going to break into, yeah. and which wasn't difficult. I'm an idiot. I left it on the floor. But Puddle didn't get into it, so no. I thought it was safe. Anyway, right. a bucket. She's too smart. Full of joint supplements. Full of them. Just beautiful, big, chewy balls of joint supplement in a bucket. I think 240 in count, minus a few because I had given some to Sweet Pea already. I didn't realize there were 240 uh-huh. in there. Yeah. Um, she ate almost all of them. Almost all of them. And then the opportunist known as Puddle was like, oh, oh, what do you have? I, can I have some? I'm gonna I want some too. too. I, I want to eat even, some too. He actually might have eaten more as well. Anyway, so they both get into the joint supplements. This boarding dog comes into the living room. She's all happy, smiles, looking at us. I'm petting her. And then she like takes a moment and while basically staring us in the face, projectile vomited all over the middle of the living room floor yeah and it was so it was one of those things right we were just watching her and there's nothing you can do mid throw up so watching her and it's this enormous puddle when i tell you and i'm not exaggerating because ebony was here yeah it was the size of a serving platter it was 
It was huge. And then and then she moved away from it and decided she'd go to a different part of the room and do the same thing over again. <laughs> so then that was over. I'm cleaning up the mess yeah. with I'm just picking up the chunks with poop bags at this point and throwing them in the garbage, which is safely in the alley waiting to be picked up by oh, sanitary workers tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm cleaning up, getting all of that taken care of. And Puddle, I hear Ebony go, oh, Puddle, you're being so sweet. <laughs> oh, is he always this sweet? And I was like, no, I knew no. he wasn't that sweet. And I, I was know. like, why are you this sweet? You I'm a little sweet? nervous. And maybe two seconds later, he jumped off the couch and threw up his own little puddle right yeah. in front of it. So that was fun. So now we tried so hard to finish the recording. But then as we were going to record... He's it would stop. It would just stop. The audio would stop recording. It was like the most ridiculous thing in the whole entire world. And I did it, I think, three or four times before I finally was like, should we just try this a different day? <laughs> so oops, there's my alarm clock. Sorry. Um, so anyway, then she was like, OK, yeah, that's fine. Well, I think they threw up a couple more times while you were still waiting to leave. And then you <laughs> left. They I, I'm uh, they were throwing up all night long. But then also oh at this gosh. point, I know, and at this point, too, I was thinking, I've just killed a dog that's not mine. Like, it, it's if it's Puddle, I'm going to feel terrible, and I'm going to miss him terribly. <laughs> but at, at least he's my own dog. Mm -hmm. yeah, but that's, to that's be the, the cause of another owner's dog's death. Yeah. Would I mean to, so all of these thoughts are going through my head. She sleeps in a crate in the living room. We sleep in the bedroom. So Puddle's throwing up the whole night. I'm I can only imagine that she's doing the same thing out here. So who knows what I'm going to find when I get up in the morning. And it was a nice little it, it has a, a very distinct line because that's where the crate is. So it's like this puddle just right outside her crate. So at least she went to the front door before vomiting. Who did? <laughs> Chloe. Oh. overnight anyway and I'm just thinking the worst and so finally in the morning I don't know why I didn't just google it let that night but mm -hmm. I googled it googled it in the morning and I was like can a dog overdose on joint supplements and they were literally like no uh, it's glucosamine which is basically just like a plant supplement it's like a food supplement oh, good. so the worst that can happen is vomiting and diarrhea and I was like oh great I got oh, that please no diarrhea to. they didn't in the house that's good but okay. they did outside and then when they but that was when it was Perfectly time for happy potty. To clean that up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So. so those were all trials and tribulations. So you know, not every yep. time we try to do this does it work. No. Quite as expected. It was. Uh, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. But then, you know, I had the day off on Monday and Tuesday, so I basically spent all of yesterday and today. Well, yesterday was super busy, and that was before any of this had happened. So. In the time that I did have here, yeah, I was kind of able to clean up a little bit. But I, you know, that night mm -hmm. got out my Bissell vacuum, yeah, and did a runner around the living room, mm -hmm. and then the next morning, and then cleaned it out because it was disgusting, yeah. Uh, and then the next morning, I did the same. But I couldn't get the smell out. And it wasn't like a bad smell, but it was overwhelmingly smelling like those joint supplements, which smell a lot like iron. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So just super metallic, but not in a nice way. It's like the metallic that like sits on the back of your tongue. Like it's awful. It was not good. And every time I came back into my apartment, I could smell so it. And I was I like, am. this is not going to happen. I can't have this. Yeah. So I went through and I pre-treated all of the areas 
and then went back again through with the Bissell. And I and you walked through. Yeah, I don't smell the metallic thing. She's she and I don't either before. anymore. Okay, I don't either anymore. Anymore. Um, so as long, I mean, if you can't smell it, then yeah, yeah. it means that it doesn't smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I might be nose blind because I live here. Right, but right. You would definitely know. Yeah, I don't smell it. Okay, that's yeah. good. <laughs> so that's why we, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll weigh something. <laughs> so let's get on to the intermission soda and talk about some things that are happening. Woo! Um, What's happening? So a big thing that actually happened, <laughs> it was it was yesterday. So um, it was announced that, <laughs> okay, so Beetlejuice announced their closing yes. date. Yeah. Did you see this article? I did, but I also saw the video that they made. Oh, I didn't see the video oh, that okay. they made. Well, you tell me about the article. So, so it's just basically like I, I, I read it last night after I met up with one of my friends who also like is obsessed with theater, and I, I, I was like, I have never seen the actual word eviction when I've seen a show leave a theater Truly. or have a have a closing date. Like I've not, and so I texted this friend and I was like. <laughs> I was like, okay, hey, late, because I just found out that Be- that Beetlejuice posted its closing notice. But be like, I've never seen the word eviction. And then, of course, you if you continue to read, you see, like, what basically happened was Beetlejuice had a turnaround. They were they were grossing about 800000 Now they're up to, like, over a million dollars a week, um, which it's a very expensive wow. show. Yeah. And the Winter Garden, I think, is one of... That and the the palace, it's huge. The Winter Garden and the palace, I think, at this point have the most seats because they reduced a bunch of seats in the Lyric, which was originally two theaters. They they reduced a bunch of seats when they did that huge renovation for Mm -hmm. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. So I think the palace and the Winter Garden have the most now, um, even though I think the palace is also going through its own renovation right now, I think. For what? Not for any particular show, but oh. like because it it needs it. Because it needs to be pretty. Yeah. So it it after SpongeBob was in there mm-hmm. is when it. I don't think anything's been in there for a minute. Okay. Because they're renovating. So um the so if you read the article, there's one in the New York Times. I'm gonna pop that open. <laughs> um. And, so so like I said, it's making over a million dollars a week at this point. Um, and, and then the music man's meant to open, right? Everybody knows the music man's coming. It's a huge deal because it's Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster, Mm -hmm. right? Like big, big names. Um, and And the advertisements have been out in full force for at least a month. Oh, more than that. More than that. More than that. I believe it. Yeah. Like a, such a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Such because on Instagram, they started, this summer? Oh, you're right. Yeah. They did have the first little teaser. Yeah, it was this summer. So um, Scott Rudin is the producer of The Music Man, um, and apparently he he wanted The Winter Garden. So basically, here's one of the things that I found really interesting here. Okay, so, oh, maybe it's not in this one. But um, I remember that Warner Brothers was trying to do a negotiation whereby they would um, help To Kill a Mockingbird move, 
to a different theater so that the music man could go into the Schubert, Mm -hmm. which is a a great space for that show, right? Um, And then that way Beetlejuice could stay at the Winter Garden because the set is so elaborate. Yeah, to move it would cost them more money than it would probably be worth it. Right, and and the To Kill a Mockingbird set is not as um, difficult. And there's, I mean, there's really going to be a bunch of theaters open soon. So, so you have that. So they tried to do that, but apparently, like, the negotiations didn't go well. And so um, Scott was like, no, I'm not having this, I guess, is what, like, <laughs> the short of it. Um, the New York Times article does say that um, the Warner Brother, um, the producers for Warner Brothers theatrical arm, are hoping to find another New York theater, excuse me, Um, but they are also planning a North American tour starting in 2021 and exploring productions in Britain and Australia. So, you know, it's not like all is lost for the show. The show is going to be okay, but it still stinks. It really stinks. It's popular. Yeah, especially when, you know, because most shows don't have a turnaround. Right. Right. Like it's, once you go down to 800 grand, you just keep going lower and lower and lower right. usually. But for them to go from 800 grand a week, which PS is not bad, guys. No, it's not bad. Um, and then go to, you know, over a million a week is a huge deal. Yes. And, and um, you know, we've had a little bit of of the period in time where, you know, ticket sales don't do super well. And then, of course, January and February are really mm-hmm. rough times for yeah. for Broadway um, because you just don't have the tourists that you have, like, right now right. Um, and in the summer. So so that's the Beetlejuice news. So they, 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 they've, they've been evicted. I've never... Never seen that I word. If it's happened before, it has to have. I it mean, absolutely I'm sure that it has, has to have. have. But I, I was like, I mean, it's a, a huge to do. Like everybody's talking about it because no, everybody's like, I've never evicted. It got evicted. Like it's just it's unheard of to see that. Yeah. Well, and I have a feeling that it's the Beetlejuice people that are kind of making it so that people know yeah, it's yeah. not their choice and it's right. not because they're not succeeding, Because, but it is because Scott Rudin decided he wanted his his precious, right. precious show there. Right, right. But um, Alex Brightman has a video out that is kind of like the Tony Awards where he changes up the words to fit... Um, oh, so, but, okay, so it's a Beatle, a song from the musical yes. Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's, and I can't, I didn't watch the whole thing because it's, it was pretty long and I didn't have a lot of time to sit. It, like, long meaning, like, two, probably, two, two three minutes, something okay. like that. But it was kind of like the Tony Awards where they changed up the words and, yeah. like, he, he mentioned evicted as well, but it was, like, <laughs> the whole thing Was he in full costume thing. or is he yeah, just himself? full costume, full makeup. I so like him a lot. I do, too. I have a feeling <laughs> that it's, it really is the Beetlejuice people going, um, we're going to get the last laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And rightfully so. Yeah. To work so hard and Seriously. turn, turn, turn it around and be making more money. And then just to have the rug pulled from under you is just really. But you do have until June next year. Right. To see it. June 2020. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have time. And maybe something will happen by then. It's such a long time. Mm-hmm. There's so many more shows that are opening, there, which means there's so many other shows that are going to close. 
and there's going to be so many theaters open. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. It really can. So, well, if we hear new news, we'll uh, keep you guys up to date. Because stuff like that's pretty fascinating. Okay, yeah. so then I'm excited about the fact that Little Shop of Horrors got an extension. Mm. And so Gideon Glick, who who was in uh, or is still in Dear to Evan Kill Hansen? No, oh, no, To Kill I'm a Mockingbird. Sorry. He wasn't Dear Evan Hansen, though, right? No. Or, who am I thinking of that's named kind of, of like Gideon? I don't know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> No, the um, the last time I saw him before To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway was in um, Significant Other, which, man, I love that play. (laughs) Oh, it's a good play. Such a good play. Nice. Um, So he's going to, he's going to, and I, I honestly would rather see him. Mm. So I'm really excited and hope I get to see it, although it's selling out crazily um, already. So I'm sure. We'll see. <laughs> um, the Hangman, Hangman, sorry, cast was announced. And um, uh, with Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey is going to be the lead. Matthew. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't know the actor names. It's okay. All but I know are the character it's names. Okay. <laughs> I, I completely understand. Uh, and then MJ Musical. So, MJ the Musical is the Michael Jackson musical. The title's been changed. Lynn Nottage is the book writer, Pulitzer Prize winner. And it's, it's had um, a little bit of trouble because of uh, f- um, leaving Neverland, coming out. The controversy yeah. involved behind all of Michael Jackson's existence. Yes, yes. Which it's it's like we always we knew this. It's not like we all knew this always. So um, they were gonna go into Chicago and be oh I forget the term but it's like it's not like you just do a regular tour you just kind of sit and stay there for an extended period of time. Okay. But they actually ended up pushing it back um, because of all that's happening mm-hmm. right um and so they're saying that they're going to deal with the issue in the book which again we always knew this is ha- was ha- had happened well, so why didn't we write this in the book from jump yes i i don't understand why like a since if you we always knew that there were allegations of molestation yes. so that should have been thought about before you decided to do the musical yes. because you knew you knew this this was a possibility and then if you're going to write the book like you should have like the, it should have been dealt like we mm-hmm. knew this was happening so why do we just constantly pretend like it wasn't and not really talk about it right and then leaving neverland comes out and now you're scrambling to deal with it when it was always a thing and you always should have been dealing well, how with long it. have they been writing the show though probably every show's like years yeah but even still i mean he's been dead how long like 15 years it seems so if you presumably started writing this tribute musical to him right. mm-hmm. at the time that he died, that was when he was still popular. And I will admit to having kind of believed him. Yeah, yeah. Until the documentary came out. And then it was like, I can't. But it still should you still should have talked but about it. But this is it. what I'm saying. If you started the musical then, yeah. then I can understand why you didn't. Okay. Because he was still 
the king of pop. He was right. still the top at right. that point. And right. so they were just memorializing him. Mm -hmm. So yes, all of this bad stuff happened, but the entire world didn't think, do you know what I mean? They didn't yeah. think that it, he could possibly have done that. So then the documentary comes out and then that's a time where you take it away, mm -hmm. away from the public eye, and right. you work on the scripts, right. and then you can come back if you choose to. I don't understand the purpose of doing a tribute musical to a pedophile, regardless of yeah. how talented he was. I, I'd have scrapped the entire thing. I know. I'm really surprised they're still doing it, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Me too. So that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> That's what I have to say about I'm, the MJ I'm musical. Very surprised. I know people are gonna. I don't even. I don't even. I actually don't know what the the black community as a whole is saying about this right now. I mm. haven't. I haven't checked out Black Twitter in a little while. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a new. It's different than regular Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, I didn't know. Yeah, That's, it's well. I mean, I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't do Twitter anyway. Right, right, right. But I guess there wouldn't be any. Re I mean, I would have to have asked answered a question that said. Or, you yeah, know. There, it's like it's like yeah. It don't like black Twitter comes alive on very specific issues. Sure. When very specific shows happen, like that's when okay, it like it comes to life. I can see that. And so I haven't checked on it in a little while. So I don't. I actually don't know what people are saying about this. But those are my feelings about that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Last thing we're gonna talk about is the Mrs. Doubtfire musical. Um, <laughs> <sighs> what are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking about Tootsie and I'm mm. thinking about because th this is something that they're sort of they're talking about in conjunction with the Mrs. Doubtfire musical. Two things. Mm -hmm. Love Tootsie the movie. Yes. Love Mrs. Doubtfire the movie. Yes. Let me just set that aside. So you just know that that's a thing that I understand yes. and I love. OK. Um. Guys, these shows are of a time. Yes. It is a yes. new day. Yes. And so for at any point for you to say that it's easier to be a woman <laughs> is some bull. Uh -huh. Because it never was really true. Ever. And now you know it's not true. Especially for Tootsie. And I'll tell you yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. There are how many more, per, what is the percentage of roles there are yes. for women in this, in this world? And what is the percentage of women that are in this business? Yeah. And it is so unequitable. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't. And, and here's <laughs> the thing I found really frustrating was that like the, <laughs> um, there were some producers and or writers that were just saying like, uh, no, it's not like we're not skeptical or worried or whatever because, you know, Tootsie didn't make its money back um, or because women were complaining about the subject matter <laughs> and or because, you know, like they were denying everything that women had said were yeah. the problems. Like I have so many friends who went to see the show. I'll never forget. I have one friend. I love her. She, I just saw on Instagram, like, her story. She was going to see the show. And I was like, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> like, I knew what was going to happen, right? And then, I kid you not, 
exactly two and a half hours later, <laughs> there was an epic post about how frustrated she was about like, she was very general about like just roles for women and like how we deserve better and things yeah. like that. But I was like, I knew this was coming. I'm, I'm here for this because it was just like, yeah, <laughs> that it, you know, and it's something that, that we talked a lot about in the rooms when we were making the women's cycle, we talked a lot about, the fact that like the percentage of roles for women is so much smaller than mm -hmm. the percentage of roles for men. And there's so many more women <sighs> so who go more. into the arts than men do. And, and it's, it's just like shocking. So then to like create an entire musical about a man who take, who pretends to be a woman in order to get more parts is just not a thing. No. It's not it's a thing. But, but here's the thing. We love Dustin Hoffman. And somehow yeah. in the 80s, right. he made it work. Right. Somehow it's in that It's because we context, weren't talking about it. Right. Exactly. It, it, th these conversations well, it weren't being had. We might have said something, but nobody was listening. No, nobody was listening. <laughs> these conversations weren't being had mm -hmm. on a larger platform. And right. now everybody knows. So you can't, like, pretend you don't. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire, I can excuse a little bit, only because mm -hmm. the storyline isn't about him succeeding only because he's a woman, but him having to disguise himself so much right. that so he that was not recognized. Right, so that he could children. be right, so he could be near his 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 children. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that I, and I that story is just beautiful. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've not. I'm, I don't know how it's going to be on stage because that's always the true test, you know. But I also, it's. <sighs> I think. I think. I think part of the skepticism too mm -hmm. is just like, um, you know, now we're having a lot of discuss discussions around um, transgender, mm -hmm. um, non-conforming, and 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 and. I. I think. I think a lot of people, including myself, are a little worried about, like, what this says for that. Well, to have the most privileged populace yeah. now taking over uh, uh, an ideal. Right. <laughs> it's just... It's, yeah, Both it's of troubling. these are just very well, and problematic. These... Well, and you... We, we've already mentioned that right. at the time that these were written... Yeah. It was okay. Right, right. Because, well, it wasn't okay, but it was okay because... Right. By the, we, was it was being, accepted. Right, exactly. It was right. accepted. Thank yeah. you. But it's not now. Right. So I don't want to see Tootsie, to be honest. No. I don't really have any interest. Samesies. Because of what we were just talking about. Right. The idea that, ugh. I mean, in the 1980s, I can laugh at it. Right. I can't laugh at it today. No. Because it's too close to the truth. Right. Right. If I start to laugh, I'll start to cry, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I've been in an audition room that is filled and I'm not even exaggerating this, Ebony, wall to wall with women for probably two roles in a yeah. show. No, I believe that. I know you're not exaggerating. <laughs> I got a ton of friends who are actors. I know it's real. Yeah, it's the worst. But then I'll hear stories from people that are like, I couldn't make the women's call. So I went to the men's call. Fifteen people showed up. Yeah. And probably for 40% of the roles in the show. Right. If not more. I mean, that's just like the chorus roles, like the, or not chorus roles, but I mean, I guess it would, it's the ECC, which would be the chorus call, but they would be looking for like the 
the little featured characters, mm -hmm. but not necessarily the principal roles, which would be closer to 75% of male in, in the show. But anyway, Ugh. that's all I have to say. So guys, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm having a lot of feelings about this season mm. because of all that Pamela and I just talked about and <laughs> it's just, I want to support it because I love theater yeah. so much, but I don't want to support it. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's like, I don't know. Uh. I, it's, and it's one of those things where you're like, you know, it's, it reminds me, there was these videos of people that would buy food from someplace yeah. and then throw it in the garbage. Were you and I talking about this the other day? No, it was someone else and I. Yeah, because I don't, I don't remember this. That's okay. I mean, it's, I can't remember the exacts, but it's something like the Chick-fil-A thing. So it's like okay. a boycott of, oh, a, of okay. some kind, but right, it's right. not Chick-fil-A in this okay. case. It's a different Throwing food out item. food is like people are well, hungry. Well, this is just it though. They bought it already, which means they've already supported the company. Right. So what's the purpose of throwing it away? No, you're, you're just, not boycotting anything. No, you're not. You don't buy it. That's right. boycotting. Right. And you just don't buy it. No. But like, this is what I'm, tr I, I can't, we don't want to boycott theater because right. we, we still want the arts to right. succeed. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like. We're just throwing away the food. I know. <laughs> after I, we've already bought it. It's really why I've gone, I, I've seen more off Broadway, mm. I feel, this season. Oh, there you go. Than, That's a good than way Broadway. to support it. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Those I. Those people need more support anyway. They really do. And I've been much more excited about what I've seen awesome. off or off off than. Than on. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just, I feel like... That every now and then there's like a little bing, you mm -hmm. know? I, mm -hmm. I feel like... Um, 2016 was like a really good year <laughs> and then it was like shuffle along and hamilton and oh it was just a um, color purple you know it was just like it was, and then uh, i don't know what's going on well this is what i this is my theory <laughs> uh -huh. that the people now that are in charge of putting on Broadway shows are basically corporations. Mm -hmm. They're Coca-Cola. That's really true. Nickelodeon. And WB, Nickelodeon. All of these big corporations. Warner Brothers that, we just talked about. That really have no inkling about art and right. about, about being provocative. Right. It's about money. Right. It's mm -hmm. all about entertainment and money. And if you can right. get butts in the seats, then you've done your job. So right. it really doesn't matter what they're seeing as long as they pay for a ticket. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they see a trend happening. They're going to follow that trend and they're going to run it into the ground. And I think this is exactly <laughs> what it is right now. Tina Fey said it best. <laughs> I'll never forget it. The Golden Globes. She and um, Amy Poehler had hosted for, I think it was like their second or third time. And she opens the show, and she and she and Amy, Amy are standing there, straight-faced. And then she goes, welcome to the whatever Golden Globes. 
here we are again hosting because Hollywood loves to do things over and over until <laughs> everybody hates it. That's how she opened the Golden Globes. And it's like one of my favorite things. And it's just like so perfect mm-hmm. for so many it's so situations. True. It really is. <laughs> and we're all in on it. And everybody yes. knows that it's not a big secret. And yet they keep still doing it. Yeah. And it's like, come on, big corporations. Let's maybe open a window and look outside for a second just, just for a second just to get the barometer yeah of public opinion yeah how about we just be a little brave <laughs> just just a little just the uh, the the minutest ounce just of brave just a hair and step out there <laughs> and be like you know what i don't know how it's going to be received i bet they've never said that sentence before <laughs> They come in the room and they're like, you know what's popular? This. Let's do it. We're going to do it this way. We're going to do it that way. We're going to do a holiday mm-hmm. show. We're going to do that. And you know the biggest running joke right now this time of year is the Hallmark movies? Yes. Because they're all the same. Oh, absolutely. And 100%. Someone did a diagram. It was the best thing in the Ooh, whole entire world. you have to send world. it to me. If I can find it. Okay. I, I, um, I'll try to find it. But it was like these four choices, um, uh, big city lawyer, um, small town baker, <laughs> you know, um, ex beauty queen, yeah. and then another kind of archetype, uh, and then the next column down is moves back in with her parents, um, <laughs> loses her job, you know, and all of yeah. these, you know, scenarios, and then it says you could play bingo with this. Then the next column is meets another big city lawyer, meets something, so you know, meet, uh, meets the drunk Santa Claus at a Christmas party, mm. whatever it is, yeah. and then the last column is. And moves back home and moves into the small town and gets married and falls in love. And it's just like, it's this formula and everybody knows it. And yet, listen, I've never been a fan of those Hallmark movies. I hate them so desperately. (laughs) And I'm sorry if you don't, you don't have to share my opinion, but I, I do because they're, they're, they're tripe. I had, I had a little bit of a a feminist meltdown last <laughs> Thanksgiving with my aunt. Cause my aunt is one of the strong, I have many aunts, but this is just one of them. And she, all of them are just some of the strongest, most powerful, most opinionated, <laughs> like, I mean, strong personalities that would just like, you'd be scared of them. <laughs> I have one of my friends sometimes is a little she's like i don't know if she's mad or not (laughs) and yelling am i in trouble (laughs) um and but like they love the hallmark like they just love them and i and i just was like no what i I, and then so i just had this meltdown because i was just like yeah can we just have like one time where the the woman doesn't have to give up her job and move to the small town like i feel like they all start this silly woman, I mean, wanting to have a career, I can't understand what could possibly be wrong right. with her. We need to move her to a little tiny town and put her in a bake shop. She'll be much happier than if she was successful making six figures and has a big apartment in New York City. <laughs> I mean, why would she want that? <laughs> this is why I love Thoroughly Modern Millie so much. <laughs> Because she is the small town girl that felt stuck that moved to the big city. But her whole thing but is to get married. I know. Well, listen, it's not perfect. <laughs> it's still a problem. <laughs> it is. 
But it's so, I mean, oh, I just can't with it anymore. I, I couldn't ever, because I just hate, I'm sorry, I don't like chick flicks. I hate them, in fact. I hate them so much. Ebony, <laughs> I'm passionate about hating this. I hate it. I hate it. I know. My friend Juliet, and I love her. I know. But my friend Juliet wants me to watch Runaway Bride. And when we were still touring in Phantom, this yeah. was over 10 years ago, yeah. mind you. Yeah. She tried so hard to get me to watch Runaway Bride, and I couldn't <laughs> do it. Did you, like, start it, and then it wasn't? Yeah. But then she was like, I'm not watching this with you. And I was like, what? I'm here. I'm watching it. She goes, but your attitude. And I was like, okay, listen. I told you. Can, you. you can let me watch it with you or you can comment on my attitude and we can turn it off. But I'm not going to change the way that I feel about this I told, horrible, you stupid, told dumb her. movie. You I told did. Her. I did. And guess what? Maybe she was running away so much because she didn't freaking want to be married. Yeah. Now you don't have to be married in this life. It doesn't mean that you're incomplete if you don't have a significant other. I know. You know I know. I do know you know, which is <laughs> why I can talk to you like this, because I know that you're just going to agree with me. <laughs> true. I do. Oh, but it kills me. It just kills me. And the idea that you couldn't just compromise, right. that she did in every Hallmark movie, that that woman always has to give up whatever yeah. it is she is dreamed has dreamed of is doing is making her successful yeah. in order to fulfill the man's wishes and dreams i know and i hate that i know same <sighs> sorry guys i know a lot of you love hallmark movies we love you <laughs> well we Patty, just we have a, a good issue my friend from wicked oh she's in one but she's she filming it, it right now she is i think it's but gonna that's be adorable super cute yeah that's gonna be cute and she definitely in real life did not give up on her dreams for her husband because no. she's freaking out. No, she's not Elsa. She's the other <laughs> she was one. Anna. Anna. <laughs> well, she's not Frozen. anymore. I mean, oh, right. she they has left. left the sh they both right. did leave the show now. But yeah. So she, I mean, in real life, she's not. No. She doesn't behold to that. So it's fine. No. Um, so <laughs> after that rant, sometimes you guys know how we get. Uh, that's the end of the intermission. So yeah, that's it. That's the end of our show. That's the end. And like we said, we'll follow we'll uh, follow you up on the whole Beetlejuice thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe things will turn around. Like I, I didn't see will. it. It's not my favorite movie, but I do I love, love Alex. I love that Pre movie. I, I have a lot of friends who do, and I have some friends who love the movie and were not super yeah. thrilled with the musical. Yeah, I'm sure that that's true. Yeah, I'm sure but that it is. I do love Alex Brightman, and yes. I super hope that. You know, like, I just feel bad when you work so hard and you turn things around. Like, I like yeah. it when people win, when they've worked really hard and Absolutely. they've been able to turn a thing around. Yeah. I enjoy that. Not so. when the big corporation comes in and they're like, Well, no, Scott it wasn't Rudin. that. You're because right. It's not the big corporation. No. It's what? It's just the one dude. Yeah, just got rude <laughs> because because the one because Warner Brothers is actually yeah. the corporation trying to keep the show. Yeah, as soon as I said <laughs> it, I was like, no, them never mind. Yeah, that was It's right. a switch. It's a switch but, around. But I will say that <clears throat> Scott Rudin is a corporation of his own in New York City. It's like a one man. Why is he being such a jerk about it? I'm not. I'm not sure. I shouldn't say that he's a jerk because I don't know his side of the story. Right. I don't know what's I'm happening. I'm putting in the narrative that that's not, and that's not very gracious of me. They so are not being very. Um, it's not like super detailed, but it is. Yeah. It is basically they definitely. You can read that they definitely did. Have evict. conversations and they were yeah. evicted. So, boo, it's sad. 
All right, guys. All right. Thank you for listening. Yep. We love you so much. Yes, we do. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.